First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pot of the Everyman, episode 69, the Gronkowski episode, the, <laughs> the Two Beers podcast. I'm your lovable little... <laughs> or, or... <laughs> giving us the two greatest laughs in the history of press conferences, Rob Ooh, Gronkowski. Uh, I'm your lovable fuzzball host, Jordan White. I'm here with my boy Drew. Drew, how you doing this week? Yeah, you must have you must have been really intimidated by that uh, opening I had on the Gopher two because because you're stepping up your game. You're really worried I'm going to take your spot, huh? Told you it's I, Am I, I taking focus, your spot. Gotta gotta focus on being fun. That's if we're not fun, we're nothing. Okay. Am I wrong? <sighs> Am I wrong? Shoma Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to work at a uh, a prom night joke with that, but I just I had nothing. Well, uh, come on, especially with episode sixty nine, it can't be that hard. I tried to, I tried to. Well, you know that wasn't going on prom prom night. Um, there it is. There, there it, is. it is. There it like is. Like a glove. Ah, oh, baby. All right. Let's How about assume... those niceties? Oh yes. Let's assume positions. If this explodes all over me, we might have to restart. Oh, I love it. Remember, like, for the first, like, ten episodes, I couldn't get a beer to not explode in my face? Because you're a child. Oh, it was amazing. All right. Three, two, one. All right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You, you go first. What are you drinking? Well, that's uh, this. I'm drinking a River Horse Oatmeal Milk Stout. That's Look why I was like, you. this is what I definitely don't want, like, spraying everywhere because, you know, yeah. like, the texture, sticky, the smell. Icky. Yeah, man. I didn't want to. Have, have you had it before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a goodie. Yeah. This is the only oatmeal stout. This is the, well, I guess the, this is the only oatmeal stout, the uh, the Cape May one from the Cape May Brewery in Cape May, New Jersey, where I got it in Cape May. You got, you got it, yeah. <laughs> that's, a stout, that's a stout, but it's not an oatmeal stout, so. Gotcha. Yes, yeah, River Horse is another Jersey, uh, Jersey pub. The seven percenter, not bad. There you go. Um, I have a dancing gnome from here in Pittsburgh. Uh, my brother had. I was gonna a say, didn't gnome. Money have one of those? He, he did. Um, this one's called. I'm assuming it's called Pharmacon, Pharmacone, Farm, Farmacon. Uh, uh, Farm. It's like. The word farm, like pharmaceutical, P H A R M, mm. and then like Akon and Young Jeezy, A K O N, Akon and Young. Now, now you lost me. Pharmacon. I don't know. It's a pale ale, and it's like only like five percent. It's a tall boy that's like five percent. It's pretty tall good. Tall boys. Mm-hmm. Tall boys. We got. You mm. know what? When, on uh, when we when we do get our ten thousandth download here, maybe we should uh, maybe we should get a couple of forties to celebrate. They still sell this, right? They got it, right? They they do, yes. They sell a thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, they're mostly just disgusting beers that are forties, though. I so. mean, yeah, but you drink that kind of shit, like Natty Ice and stuff like that. I don't drink Natty Ice. I, I there are light beers I enjoy. Isn't that? Didn't you? Oh no, Bush Light is what you were drinking. 
I did go through a bush light phase, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not the last time bush light's going to be mentioned on this podcast, oddly enough. Uh, that's still that might get edited out. We haven't we haven't decided that as a team. It's it's it has been decided. Remember that from the league? It has yes, been decided. decided. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I uh see you're the kicker. You're the kicker. <laughs> oh, we'll lovely. get into that. Um Hey right. man, guess what's happening? What? We got a fight worth talking about. Yeah, right? Boxing is worth one time? Back, one back, time? Back into the swing of it. Um But before we get into one time though, oh, oh. recap. Of, of of Conceição Martinez, it won't be long. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, sorry. I, somehow I, I I managed to forget about that fight. Even though I write out the outlines, you, you f- still forgot about. Outlines it. are for pussies. <laughs> so, quiet, quiet. Um, um yeah, Conceição Martinez. This was supposed to be Martin Martinez's coming out party. Uh, I gave Martinez a little bit too much credit, as it turns out. Um. Conceição, firstly, it was hilarious that it's, it was only a 10-round fight, which we didn't even realize. Yeah. I was like, eh, he might get him in the 11th. I'm like, no, <laughs> there was no 11th. I feel so less cool about my eight, eight and a half round over-under now. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I am the GOAT. Say I it. Was. Say it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Conceição just dominated wire to wire. I gave Martinez three rounds. I don't know the- how, but good for you. Uh, I I think he the one where he 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 stung Conceição. That's the third, yeah. And then I thought there was two swing rounds, one of them which I think was the ninth where he stung Conceição again. Um, that being said, I had no problem with the scorecards. One person had it as a Shut as out. a as a whitewash ten yeah ten o. <laughs> that out. surprised me a little bit just because that third round, but yeah. um. That being said, one one of them had Conceição winning ten rounds. One of them had nine. One of them had eight. Um, I saw one other person that also had gave Martinez three rounds, but uh, on Twitter. But uh, you know, just what a disappointment for for Martinez. Goodness gracious! Like, yeah, there was a lot of talk building up to the fight. A lot of a lot of stuff about him, his family. This is gonna be his. Yeah, you know, he was gonna take his opportunity, and maybe maybe the moment just got too big for him. I think the mo. Yeah, I think the moment just, he just got, got too big up for him. He just yeah. he was just too. Yeah, he just it, it was like a brain freeze, and it, I, like I said, man, I I did tell everyone that Conceição can do more, yeah. and Martinez just tends to like stand still, and like that's pretty much how it went the whole time um so i i don't really have anything more to add to it than that um i i thought uh conceição would get the knockout but again if i would have realized it was 10 rounds like not been a moron i would have just went with the cards but um yeah the other thing i'd say and maybe maybe he also because and they said as part of his strategy he was gonna go after him in the later rounds maybe he just thought conceição was gonna kind of pull a valdez um fight rematches and just just like slow down yeah take the foot off the gas and be ultra conservative in the the you know last three or four but you know he he certainly didn't so which conceição throws so by the way i totally such high energy punches i totally forgot that conceição outlanded valdez in every round and tied him in a round in the fight. Yeah. I, I totally forgot about that until they brought it up uh, on the fight Saturday night. Yeah, he outlanded him in every, every round. round. Except every Except for one they tied and then lost the decision. And, and like, noticeably, it was noticeable. I got like, I I to 
I gotta have a talk with my man Andre Ward about how he scored that fight, man. I gotta have a talk. Me, 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 me and me and me and A W gotta sit down. I I really think you do because <laughs> I just again I totally forgot about that. I was like, shit, they really did rob Ken Sal. They absolutely did. Plus, Valdez's face was a mess. And the uh, and the point and the the only thing I, I I vividly remember from that night was the uh, the point deduction with no warning for barely nothing. And then Valdez does the same thing yeah, so, but worse. Yeah, yeah and like, nothing. Definitely rabbit punches him, and it's like nothing. Yeah, the fix was in. Yeah, it was. You heard it here. The fix was in. This is how this is how uneventful his actual fight was on Saturday. We're going back to rehashing the two Valdez fights ago. Fight. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, one fight ago. Anyway, so this is part of that that's that's like this last week this week thing. Um exactly. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know. I know you do. Um now to your point. One time. One time? One uh, time? Yeah, Thurman versus Barrios. The return. You you go ahead and, and set the stage cuz I'm not as I'm not as pumped as, as others on this one. Well, let's you, go. You, let's you, go to the tail of the tape, my friend. Well, Keith, the biggest thing is Keith Thurman has not fought, uh, I believe, since I think it's 2009. Sorry, BoxRec sucks. I, I'm pretty sure it was 2019 when he lost in the in the spring. July. July of July. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, God. I thought, yeah, I thought it was even closer. Um, no, it's been. So yeah, people, he, fought, he fought hasn't Manny, fought in two years. It's been two and a half years. years let's, yeah. Like, yeah. Almost so he, three. Like, we're almost, t- like. Closer to three than it is two. That's wild. Um, he fought Manny Pacquiao, lost, uh, lost his world, lost the world title, the you know welterweight title to Manny. Um, it, it was a it was a split decision. I I, I don't know. I I, I think Thurman. Gee, won I the, don't know. Gosh, I thought Thurman won the fight. Uh, fuck you. Uh, I think Thurman <laughs> won the fight, but I think the fact that Pacquiao knocked him down in the first round. And was aggressive early. I think he. I think. I think he kept. People he, felt he was up. Yeah, people felt, thought yeah, he pe- did enough. Pe- to... People were giving him more rounds for being aggressive, and I just think that. I think that shook Thurman a little bit, so he was a little more ca- cautious in the early rounds. But I, like, I think he won more. Like, I think I when I rewatched that fight, the last before Pacquiao Ugas, uh, I think I had Thurman winning seven out of the five rounds, like easy. And there were a couple of swings that I was like, eh. I maybe I should be giving them to Thurman, but it's like Pacquiao, so I'm giving Pacquiao the benefit of the doubt. Uh, so yeah, so he hasn't fought in two and a half years. I think he was, you know, people will debate that. I think he was the top welterweight at the time. Uh, no, no disrespect to Bud or uh, Earl Spence. I, I, ju- I thought just at the division, I just thought he was he was the number one guy. And again, he has he loses there. He hasn't fought since. And he's coming back into the ring. He's fighting Mario Barrios. So for anyone who doesn't or does or doesn't remember that name, uh, Barrios got his big break fighting. He won the Tank Davis lottery uh, two two fights ago. That that was two fights ago for Tank. Um, it was Barrios's last fight where right. he was whatever fake 140 championship he had, like a super title, which nobody really cares about. Uh, he defended that against Tank and Tank's first fight up to 140. Uh, really good start. I think I thought he was up up a lot early, and then Tank closed the gap, and then you know Tank Tank closed the show in the 11th with a couple of knockdowns and got the uh, the referee stoppage. Um, so this is Barrio's first fight, moving up to 147. Thurman hasn't been around for two and a half years, so 
there is some intrigue to the fight. Uh, whoever's doing the managing of Mario Barrios, like, good for you. You've now right, gotten kudos. You, you've got you've <laughs> back got back him huge fights. Yeah, man, you got him the most desire. You got him the tank a Tank Davis fight, and you got him a Keith Thurman fight. I don't know what kind of fan base this guy had. I know the tank tank supporters, which we are too. It's not like we don't like tank. They'll sit there and say, "Oh, he's got a huge following. That's why he gets he got the fight with Tank Davis." I, I don't know. I I didn't hear. I didn't know who he was before he fought Tank. And I, I I don't think I'm just a casual at this point. So, but yeah, now now he's getting Thurman, and so it's and it's good positioning because you get you get Tank. He's moving up for the first time. You're bigger. You're longer. Um, you know, maybe you, you maybe you can take advantage of that. And now you're getting Thurman after not having fought for two and a half years. Uh, and now at a more, we'll see about the natural weight. You know, I think when guys lose, um, a lot of times you'll you'll hear them. Uh, you know, I was drained. You know, I, you know, it's hard for me to make the cut. This, that, and the other thing. So we'll see. But hey, tail the tape, man. Uh, Keith Thurman, 31 years old. So it's, I'm sorry, not 31 years old. He's had 31 professional bouts. He's 30 and one. Uh, five, five, nine and a half. So he's a little bit on the taller side. Uh, 69 inch reach. And then we got Mario Barrios, who is, uh, that's interesting. They left, they left his age off of here. Huh? Uh, I have it. He's, he's 26 years old. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I meant Thurman, not Barrios. Oh, Bar- on yeah. box Bar- I saw that too. Yeah. It's interesting. They left him. Oh, the only thing that stands out in his box rank is status inactive. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but anyway, Mario Barrios. So he's Barrios is gonna have still have some measurable advantages. He's five ten. He's got a seventy one inch reach. Yeah, he is he is twenty six. Um, sorry, yeah, Thurman Thurman has at thirty. He's at thirty bouts. He's twenty nine. Uh, he's twenty nine and one. Uh, I I think Thurman I think Thurman's gonna win the fight. Thurman I, is thirty three, by the way. Thirty three. Okay, so I think he's gonna win. I think he's going to win by stoppage later in the fight uh i think barrios you know barrios needs to come out aggressive which i think ultimately is going to kind of be his downfall because i think thurman's a really good accurate counter puncher with really really good hand speed and i think i think for barrios to win this fight i think he's got to come he's got to come out early and try to take advantage of any ring rust that thurman's gonna have so you know step on the gas try to try to make him feel your power you know, try to catch him off balance early in the fight. Maybe try to get you know a you know quote unquote flash knockdown. You know, really just make him work off his back foot early, and you know keep your head off the line so he can't he can't counter you. I, I just don't know that Barrios is good enough to continue to do that for twelve rounds. I I look at the I just look at the tank fight. You know. The way the way he could have fought that a little bit more on the outside and used his his height and his reach. Now, obviously, he doesn't have the same the the disparity is not going to be what it was with Tank Davis, who's like five you know five five, um, but he still has that and he should be able to stick and move a little bit more. Hopefully, work his jab. But I, that's not the way he fights. You know what I mean? He's a cla- your classic Mexican fighter. He's coming at you. Another guy, if, uh, if only Navarrete was twenty pounds heavier, that'd be a fun fight. Um, so yeah, so I just I don't I don't see that's 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 the way for me that how he can win. You know, I think Thurman just needs to make sure he's got his legs under him, or he looks like he's in great shape. I don't know. I know you don't. You're not a 
you're not a, a nerd like me and watch you know you don't you know pay attention to the screens all day and watch like all the the montages <laughs> and the uh and the documentary like i, I mean i i watch the pbc you know boot camp or fight camp stuff uh thurman looks he's in, he looks like he's in incredible shape so he looked a little he, he was looking a little disheveled when he was doing the commentary stuff with porter on some of those pay-per-views but you know he was he's like mcnab he was hiding it well like mcnab always looked like he was fat but when mcnab took his jersey off he's like just chiseled like a mother effer um so Thurman does look good, but again, like, look, you know, having having twelve pack abs doesn't mean you, uh, you know, you have the the ring cardio. So, you know, I think he, I think it's going to be important for him to establish himself. Stalic is get his leg, get his sea legs back. Um, you know, don't, you know, try to use, try to counter, use Barrios' aggressiveness against him. And again, I do think that uh, just, I think his hand speed and his countering, I, I think he's going to, uh, I think he's going to just, you know, catch him later in the fight and. Uh, it went by knockout. Gotcha. Um, or like I said, or a stop, a ref stoppage. Um, here, here's my skinny on the fight. You're skinny. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be pay per view. Excuse me. Um, on Fox. Yes. For seventy five bucks. Uh, as you said, Thurman hasn't fought in two and a half years. Barrios is like. The only reason he is a name is because he's taking big fights. I I'm not gonna buy it. Um, I I I. Most people are very interested in this fight. I'm a, I'm interested in the outcome. I'm not interested in watching it. Here's what I think is gonna happen. I think Thurman is gonna have some level of ring rust. I think Barrios is gonna learn from what happened with Tank. And as you mentioned, like he he started out like pretty decent against Tank, um, and so I think that eventually Thurman is just going to overtake him, and I think Thurman wins on the cards. I don't think I don't think he okay. puts him down. Um, and I I just wanted to point this out: Thurman's last fights, split decision loss against Manny Pacquiao. Before that was a mixed decision. Before that was a split decision. Before that was a unanimous decision. Before fight. that, before that was retired. Before that was a unanimous decision. Before that was a unanimous decision. Before that was a retired fighter, and then a TKO all the way back in 2013. Hmm. Was the, so like there was two stoppages for the retired, but like his actual last not knockout TKO was eight nine years ago, yeah. eight and a half I mean, years ago. Yeah, um, if that's fair. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. Three, three of the three of his last few opponents though are guys that rarely get knocked out, so I'll, I won't dig him for that. But that is a long time. Good call it, on that. It, that's a, it, like I mean, Pacquiao, off- Danny Garcia, and yeah, I get you're not going to knock those guys out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, not not fighting for two and a half years. And yeah, you're right. Your Fair last point. knockout was like eight years ago. Like, eh, I, I I'm saying is uh, that's why I'm leaning towards it going on the cards. Um, I do think I think Mario Barrios keeps it interesting, and then Thurman wins. I don't know, like a like a one sixteen, one twelve, or something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The other uh, the other notable Leo Santa Cruz is is the undercard. He's fighting uh, Keenan Carvajal, however you say that. Yeah. I mean it's, Santa Santa Cruz hasn't fought since Tank beat him. Yeah, I'd say his first since since he got absolutely slept Oof. over from. Uh, from tank uppercuts, yeah. uppercuts for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in that fight from Tank. Um, yeah. yeah, so an, a- an actual decent 
Undercard. That's why I was thinking. I say, you know, my mom's birthday is on Saturday, so I'm probably I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna buy it. But um, that that's why I was thinking about. It. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's actually like not a bad. Usually, you'll have they can justify the price yeah, with, with yeah, a decent headliner yeah, and a decent yeah, undercard. Yeah, exactly. Happy birthday, but, Mrs. T. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll just catch it on Showtime next week. Uh, but it's good to get. Yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you what, though, it's good to get Thurman back in the ring because that's the fight I want to see next is Crawford Thurman if Thurman wins. I, there's there's zero great. there's zero excuse for that fight not to get done, zero. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Zero. So. Um, okay. So, oh, let me give you the uh, the betting odds. Duh. Let's hear it. Duh. Okay. So, um, oh, by the way, Leo Santa Cruz was like minus one thousand six hundred. Yeah, something like I mean, that, yeah, so. that makes sense. Um, Thurman to win. Minus one eighty two, Barrios to win plus one fifty. So pretty, cl- pretty even. Yeah, yeah. Much e- more even than we're used to. Over under rounds. Nine and a half. Ten and a half. Ah, damn. The over. Uh, he, he got cute with it. I did. Uh, the to go over is minus one eighty two, and to go under is plus one thirty five. To go the distance is minus one forty eight, and to not go the distance is plus one ten. So. Yeah, Drew, I think there's a good based on that. I think your your prediction of a knockout or a stoppage is pretty good. Um, Thurman to win by stoppage is plus two hundred. Thurman to win by points is plus one seventy five. So pretty close there. Um, Barrios to win by stoppage plus four fifty. Barrios to win by points is plus three three three. Um, and then the ties plus eighteen hundred, which that's pretty standard. So uh, that, yeah. no, nothing crazy there. Um, so that is the tale of the betting. Um, I like it. I like it. I think that's my parlay this week. Ooh, ooh, uh, that's what I was looking at too. So oh, now we're screwed. You ain't gonna do it. Uh, Good thing I looked hockey, ahead. Bro. Good take... thing. No, there's no hockey. That well, we'll get to the half clappers. But um, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, which okay. No other real boxing. Uh... Oh no! Wait, did we talk about the one that? The... No, we didn't talk about it last week. What? Because it happened. The uh, the purse bid. We did not. It happened 40... in between episodes. Yeah. Forty-two million dollar purse bid for Fury uh, and cool. Dillian White. Forty-two million. Oof. Remember for, Dillian, we were, for remember a Dillian we were, White fight? Remember, bro, remember we were looking at uh, at Tio's, and we thought that was – and you remember you were like, man, that's like huge. It's one of the biggest ever. And then we realized like you were only looking at something from like 2011 <laughs> and earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 42 mil, bro. That was nuts. Uh, I, I thought it would be up in the high 20s. What's I didn't the think record? Would, what's that? What's the record? I don't I don't remember. I'll Google it while you're talking. Uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty big. Apparently, Dillian White's gonna possibly challenge it because he doesn't agree with the split. Uh, Dillian, take your money and run, bro. Like that's gonna Seriously. be seriously. It's your highest payday. Like you're don't like. Come on, man. Like let's 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 just get the fight done. They're I think they're doing something with like they're having like a winner fee. They're like putting four million dollars of it like aside, and whoever actually wins gets that. So it's not exactly eighty twenty. Um, but yeah, that should be fun. Uh, Eddie Eddie Hearn was hilarious when he was basically sh- talking shit on Tyson Fury that he's the reason why the step aside didn't happen for him to fight Usyk, and that it doesn't matter because Dillian White's gonna knock him out anyway. <laughs> I mean, I get repping your guy, but you have to be pretty drunk to be on the record with that comment, right? 
Um, yeah. Would that be? I know. I know. We always want to try to figure out what's what's a bigger upset than Tyson versus uh, Buster Douglas. But my God, I mean, this that would be way up there if Dillian White knocked out Tyson Fury. Yeah, there's that would be. I, yeah, I don't know what else you compare. Just, just to. seeing how I, it's probably not as much as Buster Douglas, but just, it's, just it's because of be the, just because of what Tyson, like how Tyson just destroyed people. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, like fear the watching Fury dismantle Wilder the way he did for three fights, and then watching Dillian White get KO'd by Pavetkin. Um, yeah, that's what that's what kills that, me is like yeah. Pavetkin caught him and like so. Yeah, <sighs> whatever. Yeah, because, I mean, I get you're, I, I get it. you're supporting your guy, but it's like can't wait till that goes viral after White gets 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 would in like the fourth round, and it's going to be just on repeat, like her and saying that he was going to get knocked out. So, but hof- hopefully we get this Usyk fight. Uh, so this this one was the largest one in history, by the way. This is okay. What was yeah. before that? Um, I think Holyfield had one that was. I was going to say because I remember we did look at this when the To purse bit came in. Yeah, and and I honestly, funny enough, I just found that same damn list from 2014. But I, <laughs> like, I like, why is there not a good list? I don't know. But everything talking about it's called it the highest ever. Like all of the gotcha. Holyfield versus Buster Douglas was 32 million back in jeez 1990. Yeesh. Yeah, that was on my sixth birthday, October 25th. Oh wow! Happy birthday! Yeah. I, I was there. My dad took me to Vegas for my sixth birthday to watch Evander Holyfield and Buster Douglas. I wouldn't put it past Woodrow. Um, that's that's a lie. I, anyway, I figured. Um, yeah. Any that's that that's I I can't believe that much money got paid. I mean, it'll do great in England, but oh yeah. I mean, listen, and ESPN, ESPN will get the pay per view rights here in the U.S. Now that one, I else. probably will pay seventy five bucks for just because it's Fury. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll, and they'll, they'll put some, they'll put somebody good on the undercard. And it's like legitimate heavyweight box, like you know what I mean. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't even put Ortiz and Martin in Dillian White's category. So like, it's a legit guy going in there versus Fury. I mean, you know, not that I, I don't think he has a chance to win, but at least it's like you know a top in my mind, a top contender. Yeah, a top pretender. Sorry, I, to me, if you're like the top six or seven guys, you're like legit in most cases. But, yeah, 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 I got you. So, all right. Um, I don't think there's a, nothing. I don't think anything else has been announced or anything. So, no, I mean, another. let's. I, I don't know if we ever mentioned that Estrada's out of Chocolatito Estrada, but I mean, we'll talk. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's at the end of March. Who cares? Yeah. So, yeah. Um. All right. Womp. Womp. Um. Let's talk about NBA catch and shoot. Oh. I don't uh, even know where we're going this week. I was gonna say, is there anything even to talk about this week? It's time. I've been talking about them for three and a half years now, maybe four, four years, and now, now with uh, JoJo, JoJo Jingles out for the year with a torn ACL, I, I think it's time for the Jazz to blow it up. It's time. Yeah. Uh, and that, and I don't mean blow it up like get rid of everybody and you know look for draft picks, but I think now it's kind of like let's 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 shop Gobert, let's see what we can get, let's see if we can move some of these vets, 
to try to do some things to build around, reshape the team to build around Donovan Mitchell for the next five years. And what does that look like? Maybe, maybe you call Washington. There's been some buzz around Beal now being a little more open to, uh, to being traded, even though he still prefers to stay in DC. I mean, maybe, maybe they would take like uh, a package of Gobert, Gobert, a first rounder, and maybe some like side pieces to try to stay competitive and, you know, make the play in tournament or something. It, it's just time. Like I, you know, they've, they've been on a huge skid. They've lost five games in a row and now they lose Ingles. Who's he's an important, I mean, every, the way they play, all those guys are important to be healthy. Yeah. So, um, and he's like, he's like the big, that he, he's like the guy with the big balls on that team. Who's just like in a playoff series. Like that guy's not going to take shit from anybody. So that's, and that, that's like me on this podcast. Yeah, basically, basically. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the jazz. I mean, everything else, everything's still, like, kind of muddled up in the e- – hey, the Hawks are the 10 seed now. That's cool. They had won, like, they had won, like seven, I seven say that Yeah, they were, like, streaking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they won, like, seven games in a row, then they just lost. But, uh, but yeah, they, they're, in the ten, they're the 10 seed now, so that's kind of cool. The Knicks have just completely imploded. Thibodeau T- – Tibbs is going to be done at the end of the year. Uh – Anybody? I'm just trying. Like I said, I'm just trying. I mean, the 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 Suns and the Warriors just keep winning. Eleven game win streak, seven game win streak. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just insane. Like I said last week, I, I don't care what round it's in. Like if the basketball gods love us, they'll just they'll give us Warrior Suns seven game series. Seven game in yeah. any round. I, again, I I could care less when it is. I just want to see it. Uh, and I guess in our latest on the Lakers. It looks like LeBron's got some lingering knee pain. I, I think that's a smokescreen. I think they're gonna hold him out to try to um, make up get for Russ some going. The, yeah, make we'll make up for some of the high minutes that he was playing while Davis was out, and now that Davis is back, let him get in a groove by being the focal point, working with Russ. And I think I think now, looking at the standings and how many games are left, they're probably like listen. I mean, we're probably, you know, we're probably not going to be any higher than six anyway. Let's just get healthy, and then we'll just roll the dice with, you know, and, and hope that a health, our healthy squad can just make a run here. And if not, we got to reset the table. I, I think that I don't. I'm not. People, uh, some people are concerned. Like, oh man, is this is this Father Time catching up to LeBron? No, that's, I'm like, dude, they're just they're they're just load managing him to get him ready for the playoffs. So if yeah. there was if, if his injury was actually significant, the the messages and the birds would be out and it'd be getting spread around. So. And I was thinking about this the other day. Um, speaking of load management and injuries, like Mister Load Load Management himself, like is Kawhi Leonard ever going to play basketball again? Like, <laughs> what in the actual hell kind of here's, injury does he? Oh like, man, here's he hasn't the, played in like two years. Like, who's the, the here's here's the real question. Who who do you who do we see on the court first? Kawhi Leonard or Ben Simmons? I I don't know. <laughs> I actually think Kawhi. I mean, I mean, I mean, we make fun of Kyrie for taking all of his PTO days, but at least he shows up sometimes. I mean, Kawhi's actually hurt, so I mean, it's a little different. For two years, he did played he get, last year. He did played, he get shot? He tore his ACL in the playoffs. Was it a car wreck? Like <laughs> he tore his ACL in the playoffs, man. How much, I think he he'll come, How much did he play last year? Like like twelve games? I, I think he played a lot last year. He'll uh I, I think I actually do think he'll come back at the end of the year for some reason. I don't know why. Now 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 I'm interested. I, I, I think he'll I think he'll be back. But the trade deadline will be uh 
be interesting this year to see who does uh, what. It was kind of interesting. Ramon Shelbourne put out this like long article about the the trials and tribulations of Ben Simmons, the Ben Simmons process. I'm assuming it was like to try to get some empathy for him because it, it had stories about how he like he he has pickup games with all ex NBA players because at, at like random places because he doesn't once people start to find out he doesn't want to be like harassed. And uh, how he still sits at home watching the Sixers on his TV because there is it's his team. I'm just like, am I supposed to feel bad for him that he's instead of playing with those guys and actually being their teammate, he's just sitting sitting in a dark a dark room uh, somewhere? Kawhi, yeah, Kawhi played 52 games last yeah, year. Yeah, he played bad. a decent amount, and it was and it was only a what 60? How many that, games that, did they play? That's that's over half the games. Yeah, well they well they only played like 65 games last year too. Um, they didn't play a full 82, did they? They played 72. 72, sorry. All right, yeah, yeah. so he missed 20 games. Yeah, I'm glad the Bulls The Bulls are they're back up top. Those injuries, I uh, I was worried we're going to... I, I take back my fall. rant. I just I just feel like at any given point, you just shake up the magic eight ball and say, is Kawhi this Leonard is, healthy? This, this, and it this, says this, not this, likely. This did, this did at one point become the is Kawhi Leonard not, good no, you podcast. Just, <laughs> you, you just... You this, just cut off my great line there i said you shake up the magic eight ball is Kawhi leonard healthy shake it up not likely <laughs> good one sorry that i cut that that genius line off uh, it's all right it's all right it wasn't as good the second time but you were what kind of podcast are we is the is Kawhi leonard good podcast yeah we I, yeah we we started to become that last year is it we, we became the is the Kawhi leonard good podcast <laughs> oh it's so funsies funsies i mean i uh, I, I think he is no he definitely no we were you know i was saying is he actually that is he as good as we all were acting like he was after the raptor series that's what we were doing but uh we'll end on one hilarious note i think i, I forgot what podcast i was listening to this is why we're the podcast you should listen to one of the one of the the, the hosts on there was talking about how the kings the kings shouldn't shake things up too badly because they're really close to snapping their postseason drought and i'm just like are 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 we at the point where people are pretending like being the 10th seed and just being in the play-in tournament and losing by 30 to the nine seed is do, are, are we gonna pretend like that's making the playoffs <laughs> is that real <laughs> like we're not actually gonna start doing that are we I don't know. Just like the NBA is going to institute that midseason tournament and act like it, it's worth something. Hopefully that never happens. So, yeah. Um, anyway. And um, any hoodles. All right. We we ready to go to the NHL half clappers? Yeah. I actually I got some I got some input. Okay. Sweet. Um. Well, my input this week is that business as usual in in the league. Um. I will say one thing, and, and apologies that here it is February second, and I just am now realizing this with the with the whole ESPN thing. But like, there are tons of hockey games for free on e, on the ESPN app. And tons. Like, I didn't realize it until like I started getting squirrely over the weekend, making some side bets on some NHL games, and I was like, eh, "Let me see it. Let me just see if maybe maybe it's on ESPN." Uh, app maybe I could watch it and like track my bet and I'm like scrolling through and I'm like are you freaking serious like you don't even need to buy NHL center ice there are so many games on the app now that ESPN has the contract with NHL like it's awesome there's so many games it's so cool um so my bad for not even realizing that all year just kind of like watching the penguins and whatever's on TNT good good thing you're our hockey guy yeah right um 
but I'm impressed. It, it's great. Love it. So uh, I got a hockey game on right now. I was going to say, um, even I knew that. Uh, cool. Uh, that, so the, um, the all-star weekend is this weekend. Um, as I mentioned before, it's in Vegas. Uh, Friday night is the skills competition, which honestly is the highlight of the weekend. So that's seven 30 on Friday night. And then the, I, I, they're still doing their three on three, um, tournament, which is just stupid. It, it, it's all stupid, but it's, uh, three, it starts at three uh, o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Okay, sure. Um, so that's, that is the NHL half clappers. What do you got for NHL half clappers? Uh, I think the Rangers retired that dude's Jersey, didn't he? That, Henry that Lundquist. Goalie? Yeah. Lundquist. Yeah. Didn't he get his Jersey retired? That sounds right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know you're not, you got, we're not, we're not Ranger guy, right? Uh, no, but that, yeah, that happened. Um, and he was, he had like some kind of heart condition where, he was trying to like have extend his career, play a couple years with like the Capitals, and it they found like a heart condition. And he just had to tap out. So, um, yeah, but they they did. That was my contribution. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Good job. Thanks, man. Um, all right. Before we get to the second and short, Drew. NASCAR is all about family. Uh, we were so close. Um, so this is just going to be an abbreviated version. I'm going to have a full preview next week. And by a full preview, for purposes of this podcast, it's going to be like seven to ten minutes. He's lying. No, it's it's happening. Um, but, and then it's everybody's favorite minute, baby. Even, address. <laughs> even ghost prom dates it's, it's their favorite minute <laughs> um so this week though typically so they always i never watch the clash it's the bush light clash and all that is is it's like the exhibition before the season they do attach some kind of point value to it and it's always at daytona since like the 70s and it's like the kickoff to the season like yay the clash um this season they got squirrely and they were like you know what we're doing it in la and they're like uh really what la we're doing not only in la we're doing it in the la coliseum and it's like okay maybe to the first one but definitely not to the second one just like in uh, uh the campaign but no they are doing <laughs> it in the la coliseum um they they didn't want to tear up the the turf so they built a quarter mile nascar track in the stadium on top of the football field and they want because they wanted to pre preserve the turf so um a quarter mile is embarrassingly short like typically the shortest track is a half mile it, this is an oval on top of the football stadium the banking is like two percent there's like n almost no banking um like the, they on it they don't have enough spots like there's not enough space to have enough spots for uh pit stops so like they're just gonna have like a half time um and, and then they're gonna like take turns in the pits it's it's bizarre uh i i don't know what to make of it i am kind of thinking that 90 percent of it is gonna just blow up in their face and then 10 percent of it's gonna be interesting uh the only thing I could say is that 
the the sound of those NASCAR engines reverberating through that stadium is going to be like nothing that stadium has ever seen. And it's going to be if if you're there, it it has to be just freaking cool as hell. Um to to hear those NASCAR engines going, but um other than that, that all that's that's all I got to say about that. I'll have a, a more in-depth review preview of the NASCAR season next week. What about uh, Floyd? Yeah, so Floyd Mayweather is gonna. I was gonna like talk about teams and stuff next week, but yeah, Floyd Mayweather does have a. The thing about that was so typically the 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 NASCAR field is forty cars, and to, and especially the the Daytona, they always have forty cars. Not every race has forty, but you can have up to forty. Well, this race had thirty nine, the Daytona. So they were like, uh, guys, we always get forty. Like, what's gonna happen? So I'm I don't know if Floyd got in on the cheap or what, but the the TMT the money team has has a NASCAR team now. Um, I need to do more research. I I read it. I forget who their driver is and and their sponsors. Um, I, I I forget. I I forget who they're. I I gotta have everything ready for next week. But um, yeah, I can't it, wait. Yeah yeah yeah. So uh, yeah, Floyd Mayweather does have a NASCAR team now, How as does Michael these... Jordan and and. A few others, but how long are these Disney Plus shorts? Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Was it, was I not muted? <laughs> our our listeners want to know uh, what's going to happen in the L.A. Coliseum. Okay? They sir, they definitely do. Um, that, but that's actually it. So I'm 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 gonna tune in and see what happens. That's like uh, Sunday at like three. Cool. I'm excited for you, buddy. You know I like it when you get to watch your NASCAR. NASCAR's all about family, baby. That's right. Um, all right, NFL second and short. Moving right along here in beer one. We are on a good pace. Um, so, anything you wanted to talk about? We, If you haven't listened to the Gopher 2, we in-depth covered the... Uh, both the, conference championship both games. Both conference championships. And I just wanted to drill home this point. Oh, hammer all it. Hammer of it. you losers who said, oh, coin flip, oh, coin flip decides the game. We hate overtime. And we just keep saying on this podcast, your defense needs to make a play. Oh, make a play. Not, it's not fair. The coin flip decides the game. You act like the first 60 minutes didn't happen. Okay, it's not like they started the game with a coin flip. Like, you had 60 minutes prior to the coin flip, number one. Number two... Make a play. And guess what? The Cincinnati Bengals defense made a play against the GOAT, the God, Pat Mahomes. And here they are in the Super Bowl. So eat my shorts. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we, we, when we talked about the overtime rules two weeks ago, uh, I think I was I was very much – I think you and I were both like, it's fine the way it is. The way they changed the the way they changed it from twenty twelve or twenty eleven, whatever it was, yeah, uh, was fine. You know, get a touchdown, the field goal thing. You don't need to, you don't need to just keep changing it because of like one circumstance in one instance. Uh, you know, your de- your defense should be able to stop somebody going down the field um, and just scoring a touchdown. So I agree. Uh, and again, I I don't have a ton except you know one. I, I still don't think the Bengals defense is getting enough credit for this win. Like, it, it's just all Joe Burrow. And I get it. I get it, man. Dude, Joe Burrow is one cool, cool dude. But 
everybody, do not lose sight of how well the Bengals' defense has played the last two weeks. It's been it's been really it's been really impressive. Uh, and 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 Joe Mixon obviously was a big X factor. And uh, I guess Jimmy G, they, God, they didn't even let the body get cold. Jimmy G's already out the door, basically. Yeah. Right? That was my that was my comment to Teddy. Teddy's like, "Oh, they're already shopping Jimmy G," and I'm like, "The body's not even cold yet." Like, it, what do you it's think that's gonna like, what, like? What's what's somebody gonna give? Like, so, well, it's hilarious. Well, I'll start with you because Teddy sent us a picture of Jimmy G already in a Steelers uniform. <laughs> I wish now, now. I listen. My Photoshop game has gotten tight. I wish I could do shit like that. <laughs> that's just that's just awesome. Uh, how like, what would you like? What would if? What do you think he would even go for? A six round pick? Uh, no. I'm just saying, like, what, like, all right, just, let's say the Steelers are interested. Like, what do you what do you think the price is for Jimmy Garoppolo? I'd say probably more like a fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's an established starter that's made a Super Bowl and some conference championships. I mean, okay. he he he. I think he's getting a bad rap for sucking. Like, he's not Mason Rudolph. Like, he's an actual starter in the NFL. Like, like Bill Belichick wanted to hold on to him for a reason. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's trash. Who would you, who would you rather have? Since we're let's let's get more into we're at the bar right now, having a couple beers. We're having some some nuts, right? Some pretzies. Who would you What's rather the, have? Hey, hey speaking about. Nuts. What's the difference between uh, beer nuts and deer nuts? Uh, I don't know. Beer nuts are usually about a dollar thirty, and deer nuts are under a buck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you! Who would you rather have, Tannehill or Garoppolo? Uh, Tannehill. Oh, Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. Just asking. Tannehill's yeah, he's been making. I feel like the they were. I feel years. like they were parallel quarterbacks in in this in this year's playoffs. So I'm just just curious. Uh, I'd say they were parallel like four years ago, and then Tannehill has just been so good. All right. Okay. Well, I, like the mo for the Titans were is is what when's Tannehill gonna gonna make that that mistake and that interception? And it was kind of what the the Jimmy G uh the Jimmy G thing was as well. So okay. Uh. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we'll have a we'll have a go for two. Um, what do they call the the episode before the season finale? Penultimate. The penultimate. Yeah, that thing. Whatever you just said. Yeah. We'll have that next week, and then we'll you know we'll close up the season on the uh, on the Super Bowl. But we'll talk about the game a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, in detail. Yeah, I think. I have to um, say, yours truly is looking forward to getting back to recording once a week. <laughs> I'm insulted, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm pull. I'm, I still haven't changed my stance from at right after the game. I I still think the Rams are going to win by a gazillion. Okay, that's my uh, uh, that's my two cents. Anything else in the game? Oh, huh, Sean McVay, you should be thanking uh, Shanahan for just forgetting that Debo Samuel was on his team because we. That's the one thing we definitely didn't do on the go for two. We did not hammer Sean McVay enough for just his bonehead coaching use of challenges and timeouts. He had no timeouts by the time the fourth quarter started because yeah. he's challenging like asinine stuff. It's like, you're, what are you doing? He, it was almost he, like he did. It was almost was like a, he was shaving points. He was, that was a complete horse on, uh, and, and with uh, that, it was, it was, the way he managed that game, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. It was, 
his play calling in the first half stunk, and yeah, and then he's they just... called that one time out to save like five yards, and it's like, what are you doing? Oh my god! It's and then five he cha- yards. Like just... he's, cha- he's he's challenging, like challenging the spot on QB sneaks, unless it's in the end, like it's unless it's like a goal line stand, and you're on top of the pile. I, how often does that even like? How often does that get overturned? Almost I, I, never. Yeah. So like, just live to fight another day and keep your time out, bro. Yeah, very, very bad on you, Sean McVay. So, like I said, you you should send Shanahan a nice a nice gift gift basket, maybe some chocolates. Yeah. Um, speaking of of Shanahan and McVay and and all those guys, they were all on Washington at one point. We talked about that. Okay, that was it's called a segue. I know. It's, it's I called know. a segue. I, I know. I know. I'm just saying we talked about that. We, I'm, we just did. Refer- I'm just referencing the great stuff we bring on the Gopher to Jo and. Speaking of Washington, wait, you don't get to interrupt me and then sigh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the Washington Commanders, it's here. It's here. Uh, It took two years for that. Yeah. (laughs) Took two years for that. Yeah. um, uh, Look, I I think people are, like, overreacting because, like, look, they have to pick something, like, what they they wanted to like have a military theme like Washington the commanders hey okay whatever it's fine. like whatever yeah exactly like who ca- like people are like oh this is the stupidest thing in the world and it's like really is like it? is it much like, different if they would have been the Washington Generals yeah, yeah thank you and it's just like <laughs> yeah it's really dumb um the but, Washington uh, Colonels yeah I actually like that um. The, I always love the word colonel. Yeah, but then you're going to... doesn't have an and, R in there any, at all. Any, anytime you lose big and you're embarrassed, you're just going to be like... They're going to... They'll, they'll play like chicken colonels. Uh, chicken colonel? Oh, no. That's the colonel. That's the guy that makes the chicken. Oh, My whatever. Bad. My bad. Uh, I was trying to parallel the two things. Um, But... I... I will say that, like, the thing that confuses me about, like... Okay, obviously, like, in the year 20... 2021 2022 like you you can't have a sports team where the name is red skin like you can't have (laughs) like i know the original intent was to like like do justice and pay tribute to the native americans and but you can't have and like i always thought their logo was sweet i thought it was like regal but like you can't have the name be called the red skins (laughs) <laughs> like that is that is obvious right um that being said like you would think that these teams that that go away from like the native american stuff would like just pivot to a more respectful native american thing and like kind of keep them on board in terms of like hey like i don't know why don't you reach out to the tribe and like have some outreach and like give them like tickets that they could either use if they're fans or like sell for economic benefit for their tribe or like why don't you donate to like their tribal issues and like why don't or like i don't know give make them part equity like give them some equity like there's so many opportunities to do different stuff with that like i i don't know like at least from a pr standpoint i would think that you would at least try and do that let alone like actually try and make it right like (laughs) Uh, i'm I'm not sure where you're going with this well, I like are you saying instead of changing the name? No, no, change the name, but like for example, one name that was floated out there was the Red Tails. 
which was um the um oh what was the the tribe that uh the uh the the code speakers wasn't that a movie red tails yes but it was based on real life um that was, was like the, pilots was it in the, the war, navajo right? was it the navajo uh uh i thought oh, those geez. were pilots in the war red tails it it was and and you know who uh uh, was it Tuskegee Airmen? Was that what it was? I, I didn't see the movie. Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so they were called like the Red Tails, and you you could have uh, like the Navajo Talkers, the Tuskegee Airmen. I'm just saying, like <laughs> get there faster. You interrupted me. I don't know. I'm confused. What happened? <laughs> they should have. They, they, they should have honored they, Native American culture and still called it something like the Red Tails. They should have. They should have done the Red Hawks. That would have been cool. The, the Red, Red Wolves, I thought, was the best Ooh. one. With, with like, the was that an speech. option? Yeah. Did you see the logo and everything? No. I, oh, no. it was like really cool. No, um, the Washington Red, Red Wolves. Yeah, it was like it was it was really cool. Um. Anyway, even the even just the wolves would have been cool. The Washington so, Wolves. So uh, the biggest joke i've seen is everyone's calling them the commies like the command like the commanders the commies hmm. i think this is going to swing to the positive and this reminds me of like remember when the flyers introduced their mascot gritty <laughs> gritty and everyone was like why on earth would you have a mascot that looks like a crackhead covering cheeto and he became the greatest the greatest mascot ever in and it's sports. like why wouldn't you want a math uh, uh like a, a mascot that looks like he's covering che- like a meth head like uh, like a <laughs> like he's a, as it's evolved gritty's become just the funniest and most likable mascot like it's oh god hilarious. Yeah, it, was, it was funny yeah he just he's just freaking hilarious so like i think once people realize my prediction is once people realize that they could uh, coined the phrase "Go Commando" with with, with the commanders and like oh, nice, uh. have all kinds of stuff with that. That it's it's gonna swing. It's gonna Come pick with, up. Co- it's gonna catch. <laughs> Go Commando with us. Um, yeah. I anyway, that, that's it. my diatribe. I love it. Um, I kind of took all stuff. the time. That you was got compelling. On that? Uh, that was compelling stuff, man. Thank you. You you want to go Commando on that? No. You sure? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do the parlay. We lost last week. Half a friggin' point, man. The Rams won by three instead of three and a half. That was going to get us to like 70 bucks. Uh, womp womp. That upset me. It upset me too. All because they couldn't get in the stupid end zone. Ugh. All right. Um, You go first. You're going to take the Keith Thurman fight. Go ahead. Let's take uh, – first off, it's not me. It's we. We're a team. Well, we each have one pick, so go. You go. Oh, you, you go, I, girl. Oh, I got more than one pick. Let's okay. take let's take Thurman and let's take the over. Over in rounds. Yeah. All right. I don't know if they'll they'll let us parlay that. Quite honestly. Why? Because betting sites are weird like that, and there a lot of times when you try and combine two things in the same game, they're like, you cannot bet on these two options, and it's like. Why they don't conflict? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, what is? If anything, it's more advantageous because it's it's less likely that the more you bet, the more things you bet on, the less likely they'll come together. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, I, hey, if they do, if I they let us, it. we're taking Thurman and the over. Yeah, but if they don't, we'll just go with. Do you just want to go Thurman straight up or or Thurman by stoppage? 
Let's just do Thurman straight up. The odds aren't. It's not like he's up minus one thousand. Correct. It's like it's, minus it was only like minus one forty. Yeah. Or so let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go one time. One time. One time. Um. I am gonna take uh, tomorrow. So this is the early one. So Thursday, I'm gonna take a Thursday night hoops game. Ooh. The Warriors, ten o'clock Eastern at home versus the Kings. The Kings are playing tonight. Okay. Um, the Warriors are not. Okay. Is Curry so, playing? I do not know. Because he did not play last I know. The night. Warriors rested a bunch of ago. guys. Yeah, the Warriors rested yeah. a bunch of guys. I was going to pick them to win when they were – they were, they were like plus 400 or something when they were down by like 10 in the first quarter. Right. Um, sure enough, they come back. Jordan Poole hits that game winner. <sighs> um, God. Watch so out. Even, watch even, out, League. Watch out. Even if they're even if their main boys don't play, just coming off the high of that game, and then the Kings playing tonight, I'm I'm gonna take the Warriors to cover on Thursday night. Okay. Plus like they're just, they're just on a friggin' roll. Seven in a row. So, all right. So we got God. Please Thurman, give it. To, the over please and, give it to us, basketball gods. Please, we deserve this. We really do. I I just need it. I just need beautiful basketball in my life. Okay, if you have anything left in beer one, finish no, it. I've been out. All right, you, you alky. Yeah. I'm off okay. my I'm off my tequila streak. I know. How about that? Mainly because I ran out of tequila. <laughs> oh. I saw have any left. Okay. Um, you ready for beer two? I am. Assume positions. Three, two, one. Um, what do you got, Drew? I am going to crush this last river horse. I'm going to go two stoutsies, which is probably a bad idea, but yeah, I got to book, I gotta, I gotta book a bad ideas. <laughs> Your bowels are going to love you in the morning. <sighs> um, I got a nugget nectar. I went and got a new 15 skis. I got to, I got to get, I got to get the, the tall boys. Never had uh, one. I, I gotta imagine that's pretty life changing. I, I asked my guys. I was like, "Hey, do you guys have any of the double nugget nectar?" And they're like, "Nope, didn't last only a few hours. Oh wow, here, here and gone the same day." I'm like, "It's because they only had it at the brewery before, mm. like at the brewery, like like in Harrisburg." That's too far. That was that four hours for you, Harrisburg? No, it's like three. <sighs> two should and a half. Up there. Two and a half, three. We should meet up there. Have you been to the Trogs Brewery? I have not. Oh, dude. We, I even, you, like, I want to say, as of, like, six or seven years ago, I had a, um, a distant cousin who was a brewer there. Oh, really? Yeah, we, like, met up at one of the uh, family reunions, and I don't even remember his name, but he was like, we met up at one of the family reunions. He's like, yeah, you got to come out to Trogues. And I was like, Listen, oh, okay. when the weather when the weather gets nice, we're going to go out there. We're going to play golf with the Harrisburg boys. We're going to go to Trogues. We're going to eat grilled cheese and tomato soups that are the size of our heads and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stay the night maybe maybe we'll hang out on, on harrisburg alex's like sick deck with like I, I his never, big screen tvs and his like fire you I got never, you guys you guys ran in the same race so you're ba- you're basically brothers we're eskimo brothers um 
I never realized uh, grilled cheese was a uh, volume game. I always thought it was a. Uh, oh, it's insane! They they have a grilled cheese that's like the size of your head. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's basically like just this thick bread with like a slice of cheese, but it's delicious and greasy as hell. So I thought it was like a quality game, not a quantity game. Oh, it's it, but, dude. It's it. There, oh, dude. We gotta do it. Besides the fact that all their beers are just awesome. The br- it's just yeah, it's, we gotta yeah. do it. We're gonna do it. Harrisburg's nice. Golf courses are nice out there, and we'll record. We'll do it. We'll we'll do our first live podcast out there. I have no idea if we have the technology for that, but I agree. Why? Why not? We'll just go. We'll we'll just get we'll get one of our old school microphones, um, that plugs into the computer, and we'll just do it. We'll do it like that, and then we won't. There wouldn't be reverb because we're in the same room, right? I don't know. You realize I use my microphone that plugs into the computer every episode. But- no, but my no, you, you use, use the, the he- you use the headset. Oh, you don't anymore. Oh, I haven't used it in like oh. thirty. Well, that's like even it. We, we'll just we just need we'll use one computer and we'll just use one microphone. We'll just be talking into it together. Oh man, we're like it's got to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. It it'll be like um in um Dewey Cox where they're like, let's do it in ways that make us feel. I've good. only seen the first twenty minutes of that movie, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. homework, homework assignment. God bless it. Um, of all the things he cuts, he, he cut, he cuts Jonah Hill in half or some shit, right? Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Um, any hoodles. All right. Beer two. Keeping it light this week. We're just re finishing out our recap of Ozark. Uh, so we went through one through episodes one through four last <sighs> week. We're going to do episodes five, six, seven this week. Drew, I'm passing the buck to you. Uh, okay. And so, spoiler alert, this is where I, I almost spoiled a little bit from you uh, when we ended last week and you were questioning the uh, the private eye. So, where we left, we left episode four. Marty and Ruth were making a deal to use uh Darlene's heroin to replace Javi's heroin because Javi was basically like until I know who's ratting us out to the cops I'm not we're not doing this we're not we're not distributing to the uh the Shaw the Shaw clinic or whatever you want to whatever they're yeah. called Shaw um, medical yeah the medical the medical company um and so naturally of course why would anything go right? Because it's you know in the drug and cartel game, it's one step forward, six steps backwards. So as they're getting they're getting the deal the deal set up, uh, Darlene goes ahead just like I called, because there was that little instance of going against the family. Darlene goes to uh, the KC mob boss's son, who's you know dick she shot off because. Yeah, why not make a deal with the psycho that you know blew your cock off? Um, yeah, exactly. She goes to him and she goes, "I saw that you were weren't on board with Papa Bear about not distributing my drugs. Why don't I just deal with you directly?" And so she sells the heroin to him, which he then sells off to different buyers. And so basically, it's an entire episode of Marty, Ruth, and uh, the GI Joe uh, guy uh, working for Shaw Medical. Trying to get the uh, the drug, trying to get the drugs back with for you know paying a premium to get to get them back from those guys from just a bunch of underground meth heads, and uh, you know Ruth Ruth shows some balls goes goes into the uh, the lion's den with uh, uh, bags bags of cash, and uh, after getting slapped around a little bit, she eventually gets the drugs back. So so they they've they've, they've found a short term solution to Javi's um, boycott. Is that is that right? Am I you? 
What's that, would we call it? No, blockade maybe? What would, what, would, what would be the best thing for Javi here, what he's trying to do? Uh, he's not letting the drugs get sorry, to their destination. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? Siri was going to answer it for me. Yeah, uh, blockage? I blockage, don't know. yeah. I don't well, know. all right, either, either way. Um, so that, you know, so that, that part of the story's moving, and then Darlene obviously finds out that she was dealing with the birds, and then the birds, you know, she gets angry, and that, you know, that's kind of going down, down, you know, Drury Lane. And, uh, as the other episode ended, we were debating what was Darlene, what, what favor was she going to ask of Wyatt for the cousin? And we were like, ah, it's probably nothing, you know. I thought it was going to be something, like, very damaging. And uh, I think you were more like, ah, it's probably just a nothing. Well, I was basically pl- plastering a picture, of, a lost and found picture of uh, Wendy's brother Ben on every window and billboard in town. Which, I guess, what, 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 was, the, what was the purpose of that? Just to get people's attention to look out for like where this person could be and just to put the pressure i think twofold one put the pressure on of like people asking questions about it okay which puts more pressure because where everyone. The, darlene knows that he's dead right yes okay i that, she, i wasn't she know, sure she knows that they killed she knows that they okay killed i I, that, I did i i couldn't remember if she did know that yes and okay. then um also i think just mental warfare just having Wendy see his face and having yes. the guilt of knowing what she did. I think that was, I don't know if that was the primary point of it or the secondary point of it, but a little bit of both. Right. Um, and so that, so that, that was her play there. And then Wendy's response was to go to the new sheriff to actually report him missing, which I guess she had to do that. Cause it would eventually get suspicious. Like, why haven't you done that? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. What I so she, too. which again, just why Marty, specifically told her not to do it but who listens to marty um and she finds out it was she's just she's just like wet wendy it is just playing with a huge cock now at this point like she's like calling and taunting darlene which uh, you've seen literally you've seen this woman blow people away with a shotgun for way less and now you're just calling and taunting her as if she's not as if you're untouchable <laughs> i just insane um and because uh, Jonah Jonah spills the beans that it was her that put up the posters, which then Darlene questions Jonah and his loyalty. So Jonah says, "Oh yeah, my parents burned that sheriff's body in the morgatory." I, I I just want everybody to die at this point, except for Ruth. Like, just everybody die. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Um, the other story: Navarro is getting more and more impatient. He wants to cut the deal. So we get to the. We get to the season finale, and he's meeting with the he's meeting with the FBI. Uh, of course, they screw. They, you know, the original deal was for him to um, basically almost immediately or within one one year's time to uh, get you know give the intel that everybody would need to get Javi um, basically give up give up the cart everyone in the cartel weapons money drugs his nephew he'd, he'd be going to jail um, in exchange for him to be able to move freely you know and come and go as he pleases the FBI comes in and says yeah that ain't where we're for us uh, five years and you're gonna stay you're gonna have to go back and whatever you told your nephew and, and keep and, and keep running things so the uh, they have 
who was the guy that the 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 the, the, the guy that the lawyer that's that's in cahoots with Wendy now. What was the name of that that benefactor that he was working with? The politician was that Charles S- something? Senator Schaefer. No, the, the 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 local guy in the Ozarks who like was definitely trying to like get busy with uh with Wendy for a couple seasons, who basically got them the licenses passed and everything, and then she crossed him. They like blew up his boat anyway. Uh, that dude's now like working for Team uh, Team Wendy, um, <laughs> and he basically's like, "Yeah, I don't feel comfortable being the uh, the lawyer for the cartel." And she's like, "Nah, you're the lawyer for us." Well, <laughs> that's not how that works. Huh. Javi ba- somehow Javi just pays everybody a visit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is strange. Yeah, he just knows every. Yeah, some, somehow he everyone's using burners and all this stuff, and somehow he knows who all these people are. So he basically gives that. And he lawyer. also just comes back and forth from Mexico to U.S. like pretty freely and like very quickly. Yeah, and so he, you know, he he pays the lawyer a visit at one point. And is like, yeah, you're our lawyer. If you uh, feel you need to call me, here's your burner. And the guy's like, uh. and of course he threatens a dog, which you know I'm already like, well, Javi needs to get killed. Get he needs to get God already um, at this point. Um, and so as they're doing that deal with the FBI, there's like a, a good scene with Wendy and uh and Navarro. I think you I think you had mentioned you you enjoyed that scene. Um oh no, it was one of my other buddies. But e- either way, he agrees to the deal. Uh it, Maya's pissed off and is like, This is ridiculous to her supervisor, what are we doing? And they basically tell her to go pound sand. So as Navarro and this goes back to your point, I guess they do use the same airfield. Because uh, as Navarro's about to get back on the plane to go back to Mexico, uh, Maya shows up, I guess, with local cops, and they apprehend Navarro. Really, really puts a monkey wrench in everything. Yeah, I, right. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was the same airfield or not. But I thought it was, and I was like, oh shit! I guess Jo was right. Why wouldn't you uh, put the blindfold back on her as she's leaving the airstrip? Because uh, else, how else would they have found him? I guess. Well, he was just leaving the meeting, so she could have just tailed him. Uh, yeah, I, I I guess. I mean, you would you would hope that the uh, the head of the cartel and his uh, his security could could tell you know could tell a tale. T- yeah, yeah could, could tell when there was a tale. But well, I was giving you kudos, but I'll take them yeah. away then. Maybe you're right. So so now, of course, as soon as that happens, it's like well, you know, def def defcon five, right? <laughs> defcon one, baby. <laughs> Um, every, everybody's going to get killed, right? Like they, they, they betrayed the head of the cartel. Everyone's got to, got to go. Everyone's in panic mode. The birds are packing shotguns and cash. They're calling Ruth, trying, you know, asking, or (laughs) Marty goes to visit Ruth because obviously they're afraid that Javi and and the cartel are going to come kill them thinking they betrayed Navarro. So, uh, Marty goes to see Ruth and basically like, Hey, gotta ask you a favor. And uh, she goes, Jesus! Can you ever just lose your car keys? Why is every, why is why is everything with you got to be DefCon Five? Yeah, I said, yeah, that was funny. And he goes, he goes, DefCon One's actually worse. <laughs> <laughs> why would they make DefCon One worse? Uh, <laughs> that was, know. yeah, they're just they're so good together, man. Um, yeah. And uh, so he asked he asked her if hey if things go south and and you don't hear from us, go to you know um, we're we're sending Jonah and Charlotte to um. Is a buddy? Buddy, it was Buddy, right? Was the guy buddy. that was living? It was Buddy. Was the guy's name, right? That was living in the, the basement. That died, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's where they're hiding the cartel, like fifty million dollars of cartel money. Um, 
The, no, the, the money is not in the basement. The money's at the at the creek. Yeah, the, it, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where he's buried. Sorry, I skipped that. Yeah, they, she's sending. They send Jonah and Charlotte to his his crypt where they uh, where they have him. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where he's buried and where the money is, and you know, ask Ruth to take care of him. She says, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll take care of you." So there's some back and forth. Wendy gets to see Navarro. They settle. They settle up. She begs him to call Javi, who Javi has now. He basically convinces the lawyer to trap Marty to get him to show up so he can kill him, which of course he does. And it's just a back and forth scene between Wendy saying, "Please make the call." Marty just continuing to like just bide his time and stall, and eventually Navarro. Uh, it does a Wendy's ass and calls Javi, lets him know, I was working with the FBI. We can get you the same deal. Uh, Wendy, remind me, J.O., did Wendy, did they basically say if you can get Javi to agree that they were going to let Navarro go? Or is Navarro stuck in jail? I, I don't remember. I don't know why Navarro would do that, quite honestly. I don't know why Navarro would, would try and save Marty Bird. I feel like I feel like they said they would get him like they would get him out but they officially were like oh well we can't put it on paper and Navarro was basically like if anything happens to me everyone's dead in like 48 hours I I should have went back and watched that but yeah cuz why would he um and then he just goes on this long spiel and then even he he's in police custody and even he somehow knows where that somebody's tailing the kids and he knows where the kids are yeah. he's like he's like you didn't send need to send your children to the cemetery all night i don't threaten children i don't kill children yeah. uh, which i thought was weird i was like huh i wonder what's going to happen there um I like on it. the other side the kc mob guy gets pissed off that his son was doing a deal with darlene he goes to Darlene's house and yells at her and says, pay me the money you owe me and, uh, you know, you're going to stop that nonsense. So Darlene goes into her kitchen and you know she's coming out with a shotgun and blows him to all hell. Wyatt comes home for the second time to now a blown up body on the kitchen table and he starts crying like a baby. Uh, he, You think he gets smart and he's ready to go. He tells Ruth, let's actually do it. Let's... Let's go buy a boat. Let's just get the hell out of here. Do what we need to do. And Ruth's making plans. And then as he gets home, I, I Wendy, Wendy basically dimes her out to social services, to which I thought social services was going to show up and the dead body was going to be on the table. Yeah. And basically it's just like, oh, we're going to take Zeke away. So for whatever reason, you know, Wyatt, who doesn't seem to think Zeke would be okay in, in, a, in a foster home, uh, thinks he's going to be better off with this nutcase heroin dealer that just shoots people all the time. So he asked Darlene to marry him because they won't take somehow they won't take the baby away if Darlene is married to a 17 year old child. That's going to make <laughs> that is going to make the situation better. Okay. So he comes and tells Ruth, "Yeah, we're uh, I'm marrying Darlene. They're going to take Zeke away." And Ruth's just like, "Listen, dude. Like the Casey mob knows." Everybody knows they're gonna go. They're gonna come after her, and if you're associated with her, they're gonna come after you. And he's just like, "Nah, we're good. We're good. We have no protection. Like nobody's really watching over this opium farm or this heroin farm. We're we're okay. We're good." Uh, <laughs> yeah. So fast forward here. Uh, they, you know, Marty. Mar- everybody's trying to come up with a deal that makes sense for everybody on the cartel end. And lo and behold, Zeke, or not Zeke, uh, 
Darlene and Wyatt get married. They're coming back from a walk from the from the fields, and standing in the doorway, of course, is Javi, uh, with with a gun. Brings him in, sets him down on the couch, and he just goes, "You were warned. We told you to stop selling." And Darlene just is basically like, "Yeah, well, you don't tell me what to do." And Javi just goes, "Cool, boom." Without perfect, Ow, per- right in the kisser. Perfect aim from sixteen, seventeen feet away, which totally <laughs> one, makes sense. One, one shot straight one-handed, to the brain, yeah. and then in heart, fl- just flippantly, just bang, just right in the heart. And then, of course, he just goes, "Sorry, whoever you are." Boom. Boom. Right between the eyes. Wyatt is dead. Shoots him. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and then, as he's leaving the house, you start to hear Zeke cry. And it fades to black, and you still hear the baby crying. I thought he was going to kill the baby, and I was like, "Oh, that's why Nav- that that was the point of them bringing that point up with Navarro." Uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't end up killing uh, Zeke. But I, I probably probably should have. That probably would have been a more like that. That would have been more in Javi's character to just kill every, just to kill any any living thing to send the message. But I, I, I get it. I mean, how many times can you? just kill recklessly in this show i guess all the time so ruth ruth is dropping off some type of gift for them and she sees them dead on the couches uh great great see great shoot shooting of those scenes like it's completely quiet as she's just like you know crying as she's driving she's like yeah. calling the casey mob guy and you know asking why he did it and he's saying i didn't do it so she's like oh well i guess it's got to be the birds so she goes in that their house with a shotgun and who did it? What happened? And of course, Jonah, as always, says, "Oh, it's this mob guy, Javi." And the the season ends with her driving away. Uh, Which I, the I, whole when Jonah says that, you're thinking like, Jonah, you don't even know. Like you're yeah. just assuming. And Marty and M- Marty does chime in and was like, "Look, e- like even like we're assuming it's Javi, and even if it is, like this is bad." Blah blah blah, kind of. Yeah. And it was just like, "Yeah, well, thank you for at least acknowledging that you don't know." Yeah and yeah fucking jonah man and yeah and it ends with ruth driving away and just again scream just it they they just go completely silent as she's just screaming as she's driving in in uh in misery so a couple points i wanted to bring up. add on do it do it broham at the end of episode five and when Wendy kind of like does like the whole like get in Darlene's face like like it makes a quick movement towards her when Darlene thinks she's like tough shit in the driveway and Darlene has the like the heart attack like number one were you rooting for Darlene to be dead at that point yes yeah me too yes and number two why would why would Wendy actually like call the police? My mom, my, I was calling, I was talking to my mom the other day. We were talking about like, why would she do that? I think I, because I think she didn't necessarily want her dead. And in I the, guess maybe the, because, the, driveway? I, and I guess because they need the product. So I guess it was more of, you she can just take wa- the product if she's dead. Well, no, not I mean, well, no, well, you can you can just punk little Wyatt. Via Ruth. Well, that farm's going to somebody, or it's being, or it's going to be repossessed by the state. I, I think it was more of Wendy just wanting to basically show her. Um, be more like, pragmatic. Yeah, Wendy was. It was more of Wendy saying, "You think you think you you think you're in control? I'm. Your life is literally in my hands now. So you're. I'm going to let you sit here and squirm for a little bit." 
Uh, yeah, I wanted her to be dead. I'm glad. She, like, I like it was a little bit. I, I was a little bit concerned with myself that I was just so satisfied on a cold-blooded murder like that. But <laughs> nah, yeah, they had yeah. But I'll and I'll talk about that. Yeah, but keep going. What else? What else you got? Um, so one of the the corrupt things that the birds do by bringing that senator into the bird foundation, um. Just a minor tidbit, which I absolutely got a kick out of, was that the senator uh, basically used them to get this file on his nephew. Was it his nephew or his son? It was his son. And so he wanted to see what the FBI knew about his son, and he said it was for some other kind of misconduct. But really, his son created software that could overturn elections and nobody would know about it and yes that kind of just like dropped dropped wendy's jaw and the senator was like well they don't know anything so we're all good and she was just like oh crap like if this guy has the software that could overthrow elections like i'm gonna have to deal with that because now i need to keep him happy because even if i win an election like he can change the results basically yeah so that was interesting. What got what I got a kick out of was just with the whole political climate in today's world where like half of the country well, it kinda it even goes back to like what, the the Hillary Trump election where Hillary said that Donald Trump stole the election and then Trump versus Biden where Trump said that Biden stole the election. And you had that my pillow guy say that like the voting machines were all corrupt and everything, so like it was such a subtle thing for them to bring up, but I enjoyed it so much just laughing because you know like half of the people watching that were just all riled up like see I knew this was a thing they're even ta- <laughs> they're even talking about it in Ozark yeah that was. <laughs> That's good. Uh, which, uh, look, I highly doubt it is. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I highly doubt. Uh, my whole thing with like stealing an election would be like, if you're gonna do it, wouldn't you do it like in the most low tech way possible? Because like, yeah. and just leave like no trace. Like that makes sense. Think about like exactly like laundering money. Like once money's in the bank, like you can't pick up one dollar bill in your left hand and one dollar bill in your right hand and be like. All right, prove to me which one of these is, is is the dirty money. Like, it's in the bank now. Like, I think like if you were gonna steal an election, you would do it kind of like, just wash the ballots like you would like laundering money and like, go ahead, try and prove which one's the fake one. Like, right. Uh, so, I, again, not to be like conspiratorial or anything like that. Like, if if that were to happen, I think I don't think it would be via some kind of software where like a forensic it person can like trace it back somehow so i but the fact that they kind of like just nonchalantly interwove it into the plot i was just, i got a huge kick out of it i thought that was excellent writing i i, I thought it was hilarious i mean you know i picked up on it right away so yeah exactly funny. so totally I, I, I thought it was really funny that that was like <laughs> instantly gonna like 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 set one like trigger one side and then like the other side triggers, of the political aisle, yeah the, the other side of the political aisle would be like 
wait, is that actually a thing? Wait, no, <laughs> is this? Uh, <laughs> I, That's I, so funny. I, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, it's um, like it has. Jason Bateman is doing it on next Netflix. It has to be real. It's real. <laughs> they stole the election. <laughs> oh man, so good, so good. Uh, it's what the else? Dominion voting machines. What else you got? Um. Uh, why did they kill Darlene? Um, I I didn't I honestly didn't pick up on that whole like um, phone call like that Wendy made um, uh, Navarro do while he was in jail because like what's his incentive to save Marty Bird? I, to I, get I to I it, it had to be basically that they they, they were they would re- that the FBI would release him on the on the low key, on the low. Yeah, and like you you talk about it too. It, it, uh, pivoting off that a little bit you talk about how realistic it, it is and like yeah, that's my this last what, point yeah how, how this would how this would basically play out exactly how it hap- how it happens i'm not 100 percent on board with that like maybe but also like if the fbi had well maybe not this part that's not keep, keep going well if the fbi had like i don't think the fbi would be like negotiating with like somebody like that like if they had him like in their grasp i think they'd be like listen we're gonna bring you in right now unless you do these 20 things exactly how we say yeah. I, I don't think they'd don't be think like, being, oh, uh, that, like that, that, that might be a little naive of you it might be but I, that's be. how that's how i would view it yeah. um am i am i what keep going what else what else what else what else what else what anything else, else? um yeah, there there was, um, uh, but I oh I, uh, I forget the actress's name who does Ruth Langmore, but, um, it the scene where she's just all pissed off about why it being dead, and she comes to the bird's residence, and the scream she does and was like, "You'll have to kill me!" Yeah, like it was so visceral, and like the way Julia it was deli- Gardner. Thank you, Julia Gardner. The uh, the way it was delivered was just so not pleasant and and like it was almost ridiculous. But like, yes, if the last person on earth you cared about got murdered like that, like that's pretty much exactly what you would do. Yeah. You would just be like screaming at the top of your lungs, like I'm gonna, I'm going to murder somebody. You're gonna have to kill me. Like that, you would in no way like. It wasn't a line that was delivered. It was just flat out screaming, and like yeah. that's what that's what would now that is exactly what you would do. She's that, got a movie coming out that uh, it's like a mini series, Inventing Anna. Uh, I'll probably watch that because she's oh she's, yeah, she's I good. saw that. Yeah, she's yeah, good. I it can't was, remember if it's on Netflix or not. It was but. really good. And I, is she British, by the way? I mean, it's a fair assumption because everybody's British. Apparently, I thought she was, and I was like, how did a British person nail like such a southern like? weird accent um uh, yeah no, that's true what was her name again i just closed it uh okay don't worry about it i'll get it uh, back so Hold what, on. what was I'll your uh joya garner yeah um yeah and my point and because somebody was like somebody texted me ah oh, i really feel bad for wyatt i'm like why why? <laughs> I was like, he was li- aside from the fact that he was literally warned by everyone. Ah, uh, she's that, American. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. He like literally warned by everybody. Like, hey, dude, like you're probably gonna get killed because this lady's a psycho, and you know she literally kill- murdered her last husband. 
Yeah. And you're, she you're murdered her last. She murdered her last husband. She shot that limo driver. She blew away the head of the case. It's like, like at some point, like somebody's going, like every someone's gonna come and get her, and you're gonna die. And just the fact, like the the naive his naiveness of, oh yeah, I mean Zeke's totally better off with this psychopath than with uh you know whoever else could possibly watch this. Yeah, game. <laughs> that's a great point. I didn't even think of that. Like, why wouldn't you just – and the fact that a, her marrying a 17 – yeah, that – like, the idea that she's going to marry, like, a 17- or 18-year-old kid that's 30, that's going to make social services feel comfortable, more comfortable with this kid being in the house. I uh, Like, and that, and that she that she isn't – you know, doesn't have red flags everywhere. Um, but I just – and, you know, like, it's just like, hey, like, Ruth is truly the only person that cares about you. And is your family, and she's saying, "Let's, we need to do this. Let's take this. Listen, we let's get out of Dodge while we still can. Like, you know, we don't have the kind of profile everyone else has, so we can we we can take this money we've gotten and disappear and do what we want to do." And he just doesn't listen, and he yeah gets shot. He's dead. Like I I just and I'm not a cold hearted person, but I'm just like, hey man, like, <laughs> did you not see that coming? Right. I, it just doesn't make any sense. So, but what I like about the show is like. Everybody's dying, and all these people are getting killed, and probably the show will end with just about everybody except for Ruth 3. If it was real, Marty would be dead by now. Well, no, I was going to – yeah, Javi would have – and I was going to say, my only criticism of the the season really was – I think they should have had Javi kill him. Because I think that one, because we would have had to see, uh, you know, Big Dick Wendy like have to try to do things on her own and realize, oh wow, Marty was actually right this entire time, and I should have listened to him instead of just making life harder for everybody at every turn. Uh, I, I agree, but like I, I, they're all gonna die. Like there, there, there is no going to be. There's not going to be any um, happy well, ending. Th- in that's this. a good point. Let's let's so coming into the back half of season four. Um. Uh, rather than go through all expectations and hopes and dreams, yeah, just we'll like yeah. who do you think is going to die? I, I think everybody will die. And then, oh, when sorry, you say my, everybody. My, so Marty my only Wendy. other criticism was that I would have liked a little bit of a bookend on the car crash to start yes, the season. Yes. Yeah, a little bit, like you know, you know, just a little bit. But like what um, I proposed in in our last episode would have actually been pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I think that Marty and Wendy will both die. I think. Um, How about the kids? How about Jonah and, and Charlotte? Jo- Jonah's such a shitbag that he'll live, and Charlotte will probably die. What? What? Yeah. One one bird kid will die. Okay. Uh, I think Ruth, Ruth will live because I think the story is about Ruth, um, basically, and I think somehow she'll end up with all this like cartel money. Like she's gonna end up with all that cash. And, you know, she's just going to go and start a new life somewhere. And maybe she just does – maybe she becomes, like, the money laundering queen of, uh, I don't know, Spokane. You know, something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I think Javi will die. Navarro will probably still, still live. Um, the only person I still don't know what the deal is is the PI guy. That's it. I was about to bring him up. Like, where does he even fit in? I don't know. I, I was when I was talking to my mom. I was like, maybe he's actually Helen's husband. But when you, that's why I, when you were like, oh, I don't think he's actually just a PI last week. And I, I went an episode ahead, the opening of five, where he's he's a cop who's like, you know, breaking into evidence, the evidence room, and doing cocaine, and gets caught, and obviously he's a just, you know, 
that's why he's now a bum PI because he got, you know, kicked off the force. I, I think he is just really a PI. I just don't know like what his connection is to all this. So if he ends up with all the money, I'll be really pissed. Cause then that would be like, why? What's the point of that? Yeah. But that's me. I mean, who do you, I mean, what any, you, you think, you think there's people that are going to live? I think all that's pretty fair. Um, I don't see how the birds make it out. Um, my only question on top of everything you said is which which one survives Javi or Navarro I think Navarro will I think Javier Javi's too much of a hot he's he's like he's like Sonny from the Godfather yeah he, he, he'll put himself in a bad position where he dies yeah I, I I think that's how that will go Ruth and it'll probably be it'll it'll probably be something where he thinks he's like he's in the clear he, the birds are dead and then, and then Ruth just gets him. Ruth is just yeah it's gonna be like you you saw the departed right we talked about this yeah He's get, Ruth is going to be like Mark Wahlberg at the end of The Departed, with a shot with just a sawed-off shotgun and just going to blow his head off. Like maybe oh, you know down. what would be sweet if like everybody's dead and then like Ruth uh, partners with Navarro and Ruth gets to take out Javi and Ruth and Navarro have some kind of like unspoken agreement where like Ruth just like Ruth just rides off into the sunset with like twenty mil and Navarro gets to like somehow walk free. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think again. I think the story has just become it's it's Ruth's story now, and I don't think it's even the birds. I think it's I think Ruth is. Like I think the, Maya Miller dies as well. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, she's fucked. Yeah, and her baby. Like now, now, now her. That's why that and that made no sense. Like you realize these people now know who you are. Like I know there's probably some. Again, we talked about it last week. There's probably some unspoken rule about you can't touch feds or cops or whatever. But you and your I, baby are going yeah, that's to out die. The window. Yeah, yeah, you and your baby are dead. So like, whatever, whatever you were doing to feel like you know, to feel like you gave them the fu because they gave you the fu, like your bosses, like you've now just put your 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 mother, you and your baby are at risk. Yeah. Also, so, shout out, shout out to the FBI agent. I don't know the actor's name, but he was the uh, lead um, secret in twenty four. Yeah. I've had several people tell me that, and I'm like. I don't. I was like, I don't. I don't. Oh, I he never, was the coolest character. Yeah, he, I said that. I was like, I, I was like, I, I never watched Twenty Four, and everyone's like, that's a problem. That's an issue. I was like, he, he's oh. the lead of all the things you binge. Please, what can that. I? What can I watch that on Hulu? Amazon. <sighs> Amazon's annoying. It is. I agree. It's not user friendly. It's not. I agree, but yeah, you should not, do it. But yeah, I'm with you. Um, it's um, he he's he's the uh, top uh, Secret Service agent. Across like multiple presidents, okay. So he's in like multiple seasons, and he's like, he's how Je- uh, Jack Bauer basically gets a direct line to the president in a couple seasons, and he's he has he just like is that beacon of like supreme integrity, um, and he he's a little bit more of a dick in in this uh, in, in Ozark than he is in in he's not a dick at all in Twenty Four. Okay, cool. Yeah, love it. Um, that's all I got. It was, it was, uh, we'll see how it closes. I out. heard somebody, somebody told me that they may surprise drop the second half in like March. Really? I don't think that close. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like the spring, maybe. Uh, no, I, I was going to say more like October or December, but Netflix, should, they shouldn't tell anybody. They should just one day, like it should just pop up and everyone would be like, Oh my God, Ozark's back. That would be wild. Yeah, for sure, man. All uh, right, man. What else? What else you got? Anything? No, nah, it was it was a good episode. Nice and tight. 
I like tight. it. Tight, 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 tight. Tight like a tiger. <laughs> uh, All right, man. Drew. Hey, you oh. were you were a lot of fun tonight, buddy. You really were. Fun. Focus on fun. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, you're great. Uh, all right. On that note, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talking about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>